You're listening to How They Did It and Why, where we learn from the experiences of others. So guys, as you know, here on the podcast, we've been getting into food a little bit more. And I'm so excited about that because who does not love good food, right? Like, you know, of course, I always try to give you guys some tips like, hey, you know, here's some random healthy tips. Like this is stuff you should eat because it's healthy for you. But sometimes you just got to have something that's good, okay? You want to have some good food, something that's tasty, something that's unique, something that's going to just comfort you and soothe you, that good old food, okay? So that's what we're going to be talking about today. And we have a very special guest on the podcast today. His name is Brandon, a.k.a. Chef 84. Hello, Brandon. What's up? How y'all doing? (laughs) We are so happy to have you today because we've been looking at your website and we got a ton of questions for you. But before I get into all those questions on the good looking food, there was Mm -hmm. there is one question I wanted to go ahead and ask you. And that is, when did you start your business and why? And the reason I asked that question is because here on the podcast, we do have a lot of um entrepreneurs you know people Mm -hmm. who want to start their own businesses and it's all about like sharing knowledge and encouraging people so we'd love to hear that from you right yeah thank you for having me on your show i do appreciate it um i i will say i started my business back in october 2019 um it all started as a food delivery service meaning i will cook up a different dish every saturday and i just broadcast on social media um instagram and it came about afterwards, slowly as my platform grew, uh, and many people started asking me to cook for them personally. A one mm-hmm. client called me while they was off work, her and a roommate was getting off work and they was like, can you come over and like hook us up with something, you know, we'll pay you, whatever. And so then I started incorporating my private chef duties into that. And so, um, yeah, I say about a little, almost two years doing this, you know, off the bat. That is wow. The fact that that's really good. You transitioned just from like, hey, you know, mail order people like requesting you to do mm-hmm. in-home cooking. That means the food must be really good. <laughs> <laughs> thanks. Thanks. And, you know, and also, too, it took more the the side hustle, uh, the mentality. And I always say the Chicago state of mind is closed mouths don't get fed. So if you want something done, mm-hmm. you, got, you got to go out and do it. And so that's how I did it. I started advertising myself more, uh, word of mouth at my job, you know, and just, it just grew, you know, after that, uh, other people was like, hey, I heard about your little uh, catering service, you know, um, we was going to cook next week, and it just got from there on, so, and I'm still, and I'm still progressing, I'm still trying to make those moves and everything, but it just started at that moment, at that little level that I didn't know that would explode to something big like this, you know. Wow, that is encouraging. That's what it's all about. You said something there. I love it. Tell me that saying again. I haven't heard that one, but I like it. The Chicago State of Mind is if closed mouths don't get fed. So I love that. That's that a true statement. True yeah. right there. Um, okay, <laughs> well, that is that's really interesting. Now, so why though did you know was it was the business? Did you just want to become a chef? So why did you want to mm-hmm. become a chef? Well, see, it all started when kid you know I mean I always saw my mother cook all the time and when we moved from Chicago to Portland in the mid 90s I will help my mother cook a lot especially when my dad worked nights I will watch her cook them you know spaghetti and catfish or 
um, salmon patties and, and rice and oh, green beans. salmon it's, patty. It's, yeah, salmon you, patty. You know what I'm talking about. <laughs> yeah, we like those. We like those. Yeah, yeah. And so watching her, you know, that, you know, I mean, I was 13 at the time and being a new neighborhood, my parents didn't want me hanging around with the wrong crowd. So on the weekends, I was stuck at home and watching her cook and the rest is history, so to speak. Wow. Okay. So you had basically a love for food from the beginning, you know, watching, mm -hmm. I've heard people say that a lot and I have fond memories too of like watching my mom and her sisters cook and my grandma and stuff like that. Yeah. And you get in the kitchen, you try to do the recipes that they didn't do. And mine never came out like how theirs, theirs was always better than mine. You know, you probably <laughs> was able to replicate some of your dishes yeah. on mine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And, and you know, like, and, just to touch back a little bit on the first question, I forgot to mention one of the main reasons why I wanted um, to start my business was because out here in Portland, Oregon, it's not a lot of black owned business out here. Okay. And I always wanted to own something of myself. You know, mm -hmm. I want to mm -hmm. be able to call something my own. And my passion was cooking, you know, and mm -hmm. they always say it's good to get paid for what you like to do. Mm -hmm. um, I think I heard this movie. I seen this quote from this movie, and I had I had to steal it. Um, the guy he was an older gentleman. He said, "A man that works for passion is richer than a man that works for money." Mm, that's so, true. You know, and so I really want to do that, and just to pass some down to my kids. You know, in the future. So that's one of the reasons why I started a business. And um, oh, one other thing I want to say when I became a chef, well, why I wanted to become a chef um, real quick, it was one of the nights where I wanted junk food. I mean, I'm like, what, 16 <laughs> at the time? And back in the day, it, it was food there, but I didn't want that. I wanted McDonald's. I wanted Burger King. I right. wanted 7-Eleven, sure. you know what I'm saying? So I didn't have a car. I didn't have no, no money and everything. So I called my mother at work and I said, Mom, how do you make your tuna casserole? And she and she told me all the ingredients and we had all the ingredients inside the house so uh she told me what to do i gathered everything i made it and it was so good and so the next day when i was getting ready for school i heard my dad and my mom talk and my dad um he said barbara man that was some good tuna casserole you made last night and my mom was like i didn't make that brandon did he was like what <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> so, you made it I right help but laugh, you know i couldn't help but laugh but from that moment on that put me on a path to become a chef and you know i started really educating myself and asking my mother questions you know how you do this how you do that and before i knew it i started cooking dinner at home for my parents and my brother and stuff so Wow, that's, awesome. that's a, no. Wait a minute. You said tuna casserole. Is that like you have macaroni in your tuna casserole? Because that sounds familiar. Yeah. yeah, it's uh tuna. Usually, you know, the old school way you do the canned tuna, but I like to do fresh tuna. Oh. Uh, I sear it and then I oven bake it, and then you know you can add uh, the vegetables like peas and carrots, whatever. Um, the cream of mushroom soup was the way she did it, but I do a bechamel way. I make the fresh mushroom oh, okay. and. But I make a cream sauce. They add cheddar cheese, the noodles, and oh just bake God. it to perfection. It's it's really good. It's really good. It was one of my favorite things I loved eating at home. Uh, it was either that, and she would make lasagna like once every blue moon, and that mm. was like a treat. When when she made lasagna at home, oh my goodness, it was a treat. So those are my two favorite things I ate. I loved eating growing up at home, oh and God. so. Um, 
yeah, that's that's what happened. Wow, yeah, you threw me back with some memories with that tuna casserole because my mom used to make she makes something similar, so it's very yeah. close to that. So that's interesting. That is very interesting. Um, now I got another question for you because I'm gathering yeah. from the way you're talking about your food. You know, is you got like a very you know this is chef food. You know, is is mm-hmm. home inspired, but it's you know you got like a culinary flair with it. And I noticed that mm-hmm. you do like this French and Mexican fusion food. So yeah. why? What was the reason? behind those two cultures specifically with the fusion mm-hmm. well seeing um about the middle of my senior year in high school mm-hmm. i my love for culinary arts grew more and mm. so i also watching a commercial on tv and it was advertising um the cordon blue program and so i brought the news to my parents and they scheduled a tour down there and Three weeks after graduating high school, I enrolled in the Cordon Blue that summer of 2003. And Julia Childs, well, second, second to my mother, Julia Childs was one of my favorite um, people I used to watch on TV cook. Yeah. And she always cooked French food. And the first dish I, I saw of her was a coco bean, which means chicken cooked in wine in French. Mm. And it looked so good. And that's the first dish I prepared for Marisol. We, we get, get to that uh, later down the road but <laughs> that's the first dish I ended up making for Marisol when we first uh, started dating but Aww. um it was a movie I saw also I can't think of the name to this day but he it was about him living in France and he was working in, the, in a restaurant and just he'll show all the food he would make and that just just wow. I just grew a love for Paris uh I think second to my mother and Julia Childs Paris was the reason why I fell in love with the culinary arts French cuisine and for the Mexican side you know Marisol is Mexican and when we were dating I come over her house and you know her parents and her siblings and I would watch her mother cook and this is authentic Mexican food that when we were coming up she was so insulted when I had uh told her this but our Mexican food was the canned refried beans (laughs) The spaghetti sauce and like my mother cooked the white rice and then she'll put the spaghetti sauce in there. That was our Spanish rice. Okay. And we got the ground beef taco season in the hard taco shell. That was was Mexican food. You know, (laughs) and it's like I wasn't trying to be offensive, but that's what we thought. So when we were dating, I saw my future mother-in-law at the time. I was like, man, how she made the red sauce from scratch, how she cooked the beans from scratch, how she how she soaked them and then fried them and then mashed them. How she did the red rice, the actual red rice with tomatoes and simmering and the rice and everything. And so it was just certain dishes I would see her prepare for them for dinner and everything. I just fell in love with it. I mean, I always ate Mexican food, but this was real Mexican food. Right. And, uh, and you know, and so I thought, you know, we out here, it's a lot of cultures who want to present their style of food to people in Portland. So by me being from Chicago, I want to incorporate my two favorite cultures in that. So I don't want to be the same. I want to be different. I want to stand out. I want I like to be that, that. I want to be that lavender flower in the middle of the desert. That's how I view myself in the culinary field. I want to, I don't want to do the same. I mean, yeah, I can go, anybody can go buy a Vienna beef hot dog and put tomatoes and relish on it. Anybody can do that, but can you design that different so it could stand out? Mm-hmm. That's not any originality, you know what I'm saying? And so that's where French and Mexican fusion came along. And last summer, I had my first 
out here. Um, and it went well. It went well. Everything on the menu people liked. Um, I got some criticism back, which I enjoyed. Some said they liked it. Well, I could do better. Some loved it. They said keep the same. Mm -hmm. So it's a it, it's a learning process I'm going through. I'm still tweaking my menu. And if you look on my on my website, I don't have my uh, Chicago menu on there yet because I haven't got my food cart up yet. I'm still paying for a trailer to get done and then got to remodel it. So hopefully, uh, maybe this summer, it'll be up and running. Okay. But I want to be versatile. And um, a lot of people, you know, I came across when I told them, you know, you know, I'm a private chef. I do this and that. The two things they bring up is, oh, well, well, what kind of soul food are you going to make? Or what kind of barbecue are you going to make? You know, not, right. you know, not black, not every black person cooks barbecue or soul food. I mean, we can. I mean, right. that's what we from. But I don't want to do that. I don't want to be in that bubble. You Good know what I'm saying? I'm out, yeah. you know. So I told myself one time, I said, well, well how come my brother can't, you know, learn French, French Yeah, cuisine? do French cuisine and yeah, Mexican. can't cook Italian. Yeah, I mean, there's Mexicans who, who cook fried chicken. There's Koreans who do fried chicken and collard greens and stuff. Yeah. I mean, if yeah. they learn our culture, we can do the same. It's no it's no hate there. It's all love because food is food. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and I also watched the show Anthony Bardane, you know, and... um. I loved how he would go over like to India or to Ethiopia and they're eating the exact same food. We eat over here in America, it's just seasoned different. That's what that's I'm all, saying. Exactly. You know, and so that's what I want to do. I want to like stand out. I don't want to be in that bubble. And um I think that's the concept I'm going with, and it's been working since then. Well, I think that is a beautiful concept because that's really, you know, what we about here too on a podcast is, you know, seeing the similarities. Everybody loves good food. Just like you said, mm -hmm. you know, it's different. You know, chicken is chicken. It's just how you seasoned it up, you know, you yeah. know, rice yeah. is rice. How did you season it? How did you make yeah. it? And exactly. learning exactly. other people's culture. I mean, I think it's so important to do. And I mm -hmm. like the fact that you doing the fusion and everything. And now that you've told <laughs> us about the food, I feel like it's important for us to go ahead and take a journey over to your website. Okay. For those of us who are watching on YouTube, so we can go ahead and check this out because we have some questions for you okay so right. guys we are here on chef84.com so make sure you definitely go on brandon's website and check him out it's chef84.com again and i just love your website it's so dynamic dynamic it's like in your face it's simple it gets the point across you know you see everything you have to offer up here and everything and i just love it and right here you know a taste of chicago with the french and mexican fusion you know so you're doing a private chef you're catering and then right now that's for the portland area now what we found that was interesting right here is you got these hot sauces on yeah. here mm -hmm. so we want to ask you really you know and m you just jump in here if you had questions on any of these particular sauces because i know <clears throat> we were kind of talking about this before but i just wanted to know what's the regular because you got a couple the chef's 84 mm -hmm. hot sauce i wanted to start with that one just kind of what can someone expect from that particular sauce? Well, you know, it's so it's so cheesy what I'm about to tell y'all. <laughs> it, it is it, because I used to watch these examples, these experiences on like Food Network, how it is one story I heard um, this gentleman and his wife is from Poland. They moved to America. It's like in the early 1900s. They were dirt poor. I'm talking like they only had two things in the refrigerator. So one night, him and his friends, his friends came over to play poker with him. 
or some kind of card game. And he asked his wife to, you know, whip up something. And literally all she had was these uh, sausage links or these hot dogs, basically, these potatoes and some pita bread and some onions. That's all she had. And she made it into this little pita pocket. And to this day in New York, that's a popular sandwich. I can't think of the name, mm-hmm. but I was like, I was like, come on, are you serious? They, <laughs> they, and, and his great, great grandchildren who was interviewed, they said, yeah, he's, my grandmother just put something together and that was it in this history. So in a likewise matter, this is how this hot sauce became. It was one of them days I was doing my uh, dinner service. I made a beauty of quesadillas with beans and rice. Mm. And you can't stir food without, especially Mexican food, you got to have a sauce, a salsa to go with something. Right. And I had all these ingredients because I knew how to make salsa because, I, like I said, you know, I watched Marisol's mother make a ton of salsas and all that. And I just threw it together. And wow. one customer had eat a DM me on Instagram and he was like, what is in that sauce? That sauce is just hysterical. Mm-hmm. He was, I mean, he was like just, he didn't care how the food tasted. He was worried about that sauce. Mm-hmm. And I said, uh, I can't tell you, it's a secret, you know. And I went back, I, you know, I retweaked the, the, the recipe and to this day people started requesting it requesting it mm-hmm. and a co-worker at work he asked if i have a bottle um some uh barbecue sauce for him because he was going to uh, pay for it for me i was like well i don't bottle uh barbecue sauce and then a, a light bulb went up in my head i said you should bottle the stuff you're making i mean every time you do a dinner service on saturdays people are requesting to have that sauce added to it Cause I put it in like a little small container mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and okay, let me, you know, start balling it. And that, and, and that's what happened. And with this hot sauce here, I call it the all purpose hot sauce. Mm-hmm. You, can, you can literally use it on anything. I'm talking pizza, eggs, uh, tacos, uh, any type of meat, chicken, fish, even sushi, even hamburgers. Wow. And, Ooh, I and, think and that I, would be good on a burger. And, oh, uh, I tell you, Real quick, there was a client who bought a bottle of hot sauce for me. He's a financial consultant. His name's Tyson. Mm-hmm. Tyson Blanchard, a real good friend of mine. And he DM'd me. He was making lunch for his coworkers. And he had a bowl of hamburger meat. And he told me he was putting my hot sauce as a marinade in. Mm-hmm. And he grilled the burgers. And he said it was so good. He said, man, he said, bro, you a beast. Said, <laughs> something. And then uh, earlier today, when I was at work, um, a nurse told me she uh, she also bought a bottle of hot sauce from me. She said that uh, she made some bloody marriage last night, and oh. that hot sauce was the highlight of it. Oh, oh like, wow! I mean, it's like yeah, it's it's things that they are putting together. That I didn't even really think about like a bloody mary. Really use my hot sauce for that? Wow. I was flattered. <laughs> and then uh, her friend is from uh, the same. A country my wife is from uh, mexico but um michoacan is what she's from too that's okay. where marisol her family's from she said they made uh let's see if i say it right uh micheladas it's kind of like oh, a mexican yeah. version yep. of, of buddy mary's they used it for that i was like i was just like flabbergasted over that i couldn't believe <laughs> man you know and um and then another co-worker a few weeks ago she said that my hot sauce is so unique it stands out different. She mm. said, it's like you can buy Asian hot sauce or you can buy Mexican hot sauce or whatever. You can tell. But she said with this version, it's just 
unbelievable. You can't put your taste buds on it. It's so unique. Mm. And so that's that's the favorite. Um, it's hot. I will say it's very hot, but it's bearable and it's flavorful. And okay. I wanted to I wanted to create something that was something good for your palate because me and Marisol went to this uh, place. It was main name, so I'm not gonna put anybody <laughs> in on the last. Right. It was a wing. It was a hot wing place we went to a few years ago, and they number one hot sauce is called El Jefe. Is what it's called. Mm. And when I tasted it, it was so bland. It was so mm. hot, but it was not sweet. It had no vinegar in it. It wasn't salty. It was nothing. It was pure. Just hot. Yeah. And I yeah. said, I, I mean, I want to taste my food. I don't want to have a numb tongue. Exactly. Right. My food and everything. And so when I was making the sauce here, I wanted to make sure that it was flavorful. Mm-hmm. Not only hot, but flavorful. And um, I had sold one bottle to a client and she asked, would well, you have like a milder hot sauce? Mm-hmm. And so I said, okay, let me put something together to make a mild version. Mm. And so that's I made the the mild sauce. The chef's yeah. eighty four mild, yeah, yeah. That yeah, sounds awesome. that'll probably mm-hmm. be the one for me right there. Well, um, yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> it's spicy sometimes, <laughs> I get. But that sounds so, and I love the fact that it's so versatile. Now, you know, I have to say though, I love how you mm. said, "Oh, I just got in the kitchen and I was just throwing stuff together." Truth be told, yeah. though, you went to school to be a chef, so you know how to throw yeah. some stuff together more than a regular person, because I get in there, throw stuff together. Eh, uh-huh. mm. But that's that's the beauty, guys. <laughs> what I'm yeah. saying is, when right. you have a chef, you know, he's a chef, so he's learned how to make all those unique flavors, you know, kind of jive and dance together. So that's what you're going to be getting from these mm. sauces is not just a sauce, but his culinary expertise of putting it together and, and making different flavors. That's what a chef really does it's like a a flavor um Mm -hmm. scientist or a flavor artist and i think that's what people forget you know it is 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 more than just just the food or whatever but um yeah this this sounds so good Uh uh-huh and and then like uh, along with what you said i wanted to have more variety Mm -hmm. more identity um difference of every sauce so i thought about okay i made this hot sauce i made a mild version so let me see if I can make a green sa- a salsa better there. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And that's what I did. Um, different ingredients, to- totally separate from the uh, green, uh, from the, <clears throat> excuse me, totally separate from the mild and hot version. Okay. And then I was like, okay, I want to do like, I want to do like a sweet hot sauce, you know, mm. and then I, I tweaked it and then I became sweet, sweet fire down there. Yep. Yeah, yeah. And then, you know, I'm not too big on barbecue, but um, I made- I had to do it though. <laughs> well, yeah. See, see, the thing is, though, is it's not a barbecue sauce. It's a sweet and sour chipotle sauce. Yeah, yeah. So, awesome. but, but, um, it's I wanted um something that you can grill with, like you know the ribs or the burgers and everything in the summertime. So I want to have every every main need. Yeah, every brand of hot sauce has its own identity. And it can go with anything. And if you go on my Instagram, I've been uh, lately. I've been pairing certain foods with um the uh hot sauce like a couple weeks ago on taco tuesday i did uh chicken tacos so i had marinated into my green sauce mm. and you know flavor and, and and the thing about it the green sauce is is i say a medium to light heat okay um the two hottest is my hot sauce version and the sweet fire those are two hottest okay but the mild is obviously mild it's like a little kick to it 
and mm-hmm. the uh, sweet and sour chipotle is the same. It has a little kick to it. So the green is medium, but okay. it's, I mean, you're not going to taste the spice. It's so, it's so flavorful. It, I mean, you're going to uh, get a bite to it, but mm-hmm. it's so good. It's so good. Wow. And, um, and uh, yesterday, as a matter of fact, I had Marisol, over, well, not over, she lived with me, obviously. But she has some friends over. I mean, I mean to say, <laughs> she has some friends over for a girls' night, and at the last minute, she was like, "You know, babe, can you like whip something up for me and my friends?" You know, and so I said, like, "Okay." So I made them carne inside of nachos, mm-hmm. and I made them some uh, buffalo wings, and I had presented each flavor hot sauce. Mm. And Marisol told me they went bananas over the sweet and sour chipotle. <laughs> I bet. And, you know, and then her other friend loved the green sauce, and one girl loved the hot sauce. They even just uh, um, shot me out on Instagram a few minutes ago, because uh, they all work at McDonald's, and okay. she said the, the sweet and sour chipotle made her Big Mac. Uh, <laughs> I was like, she wow. Was like, look, this needs to be <laughs> jazzed up with the sweet and sour. Put that on there. Exactly. I love it. That is hilarious. That is hilarious. Yeah. Yeah, and so yeah, they they have it, and it's ten dollars a bottle. It's very affordable. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm gonna update each picture because I'm gonna show you the new bottles I got right here. Oh, yeah, let's see They're, what you got. Oh, yeah, look so, at that fancy. Oh, nice. Yeah, yeah. So now this now the bottles on the website are eight ounces. But uh-huh. These are eight and a half ounces. Mm. So, same price because the manufacturer company that I was ordering the bottles from they. Uh, foreclosed so they're, they're no longer okay. in business oh, so okay. i was searching for another bottle company and i stumbled over that one and i feel like i like these better because it's more professional it's more like restaurant type yeah, yeah. they're very yeah. snazzy i mean i like yeah. these old ones too, but those ones they look very snazzy i yeah. like the shape and it, it makes it a statement it's just mm-hmm. awesome mm-hmm. yeah and pretty soon i'll be um changing the pictures of those the new versions of them but yeah, it's the same. It's the same flavor, just just a different bottle. So that's speak. awesome. Mm-hmm. I love it. Well, you you got me excited because I'm from that new New Jersey, New York area, and I had that nice. uh, pita hot dog sandwich. Yeah, more, time, no, more, more times than I than I can re- remember. But I yeah. am a I am a condiment person. I love mm-hmm. sauces. So when I saw all your sauces, man, I'm gonna be putting in an order because I'm gonna be putting oh. that stuff on everything. That's for sure. Right on, man. Hey, I appreciate it. It's, it's more where that came from. I tell people all the time. Um, you know, I just dropped off what ten bottles today at my job. Uh, three people ordered. One oh, lady awesome. ordered six bottles. Uh, they had a football party yesterday. Okay. With the um, I guess they're Chiefs fans. So she DM'd me, and her friend was pouring the green sauce on some uh, chicken <laughs> and everything. I was I was flattered. I mean, it really makes my day that I can put my passion to my craft and and just let everybody know um i want to feed the city of portland um that that's my goal in the future to uh just just go in and go in you know that's awesome yeah i love it i love it that is just so great now one thing that i want to highlight though because you know we're like talking about your sauces your sauces and especially Mm -hmm. for the listener um from what i'm seeing right people can order these sauces online and you ship you ship across the u.s yep i ship across the u.s i had a few customers uh from california philadelphia uh what else chicago hometown Mm -hmm. um just a couple weeks ago somebody from um virginia ordered 
uh, bottle. So, okay. yeah. Wow. wow. Well, that is very mm-hmm. encouraging. So we know we can get yeah. our hands on these sauces, guys. He's got, um, you know, the five different flavors. And then, of course, you have um, this one um, package deal where you can get, you know, all of the flavors and everything yeah. in, in the one package deal. So I definitely, we would love to definitely go ahead and give this a try. And I would encourage you guys, if you're a sauce person, if you like, you know, different wings with different things on them, you've kind of heard all the ways that Brandon has <laughs> kind of like talked about the things you can do with them go ahead and give these an order and give it a you know a try of something new i think that's that's great um yeah so that that all looks so good i mean everything looks so good and there's a ton of like food items and i'm just like hungry just like looking at it (laughs) but um you know what would you say though because you know um like you mentioned the one business you know has gone out of business and that's probably because mm-hmm. of the pandemic and everything yeah. what have wow. your challenges been with the business with the pandemic oh you want the short version of the long way <laughs> no, whichever, version, whichever version works for you <laughs> now, now you know um i would say the, the pandemic really hasn't been a challenge for me. I can say the only challenge the pandemic has given me, has caused me to, to like really almost tear my hair out, is that now, now a lot of people are out. It's like a shutdown. There's no yeah. dining, no indoor dinings and things like that out here in Portland. But I would say the most challenges I have really been going through these last, what, uh, year and a half, it's just people. Like, for example, family. Um, you know, close acquaintances and friends. Like, like for example, one acquaintance said, oh, I want to invest in you. I want to, you know, help you get this food cart up and running. And when you tell me that, you best believe I'm going to believe every word you're telling me. Right. So I'm going to come, yeah. I'm going to come at you, okay, and say, hey, you know, where's the deal, so-and-so? Yep. And you never hear from them. They're like, they're ghosts. You know, you're like, oh, my goodness. Like they, they're gone with the wind, literally. And another issue was just finding resources. Like, hey, hey, bro, how'd you get your food truck going? Like, who'd you talk to? Who'd you, um, you know, how did everything come about? And they could never answer you. They like, they go over like, oh, well, um, 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 it's like, it's the whole runaround. All of a sudden I stumbled over some books um, that was under our bed. And I was like, wait a minute. They had marketing, it had yep. restaurant tools and everything. I'm like, hey man, dude, I have a degree in not only culinary arts, but marketing and business management. There you go. I'm like, I'm like, why I didn't think of this before? You know, I, I mean, I really wish I could slap myself several sides of the head for that, you know. <laughs> you know. And so I started taking notes. I started following people on Instagram. I took their example and followed it. So I said, okay. If y'all not gonna help me, then okay, I'm gonna help myself. I'm start marketing myself. Right. So what I did, right. I started searching. Okay, if I'm bottom my own hot sauce, I got with some companies that do uh, stickers. Um, mm-hmm. I got with a guy on Instagram who uh, does tuning, cartoon mm-hmm. work, okay. and his slogan his, his his slogan is get tuned up. And that's how oh, I got nice. that uh, that um, logo you see on my website, which is a very nice logo. It looks great. Yeah, you know what? It, it's funny because I took a picture of myself at the Mac station, at the train station, a couple of years ago, with my headphones on, and so I sent that uh, to him. And I said, "Bro, can you just like take the headphones off and then like just add maybe a chef head to it?" Mm-hmm. He said, "Yeah, I got you, bro." And I didn't know it was gonna look like that. It looks so dope. <laughs> yeah. Until this day, a lot of people love that logo. So yeah. I got with him. 
I got with a printing company who prints stickers. So um, I wrote, I, I told them exactly what to say on my logo. Mm -hmm. um, even uh, t-shirts, you know, I started hiring girls and other guys to model my t-shirts, which is going to be a new item on my website in oh, the upcoming nice. months, you know, nice. yeah. And so I started again, um, a plate in my foods, um, having my IGTV videos, like showing certain mm -hmm. demonstrations, um, even being a private dinner menus and stuff like that. Uh, even right now, we have to wear a face mask. So I have my custom mask with my website on one side and my logo on the other. Nice. And that's how I've been advertising myself. Uh, wow. People have to work at my job. You know, I work at a hospital. So they're like, man, I love your mask. Oh, and I, I always point to it. She got 34. <laughs> go and, and, you know, go and shop, you know. That's right. And um, I got my business cards. Um, I developed a website. It just, I started educating myself because, again, that Chicago state of mind is if, if you have a closed mouth, you're not going to eat. So right. if you want to put a business run, you got to go out and do it yourself because we live in a, it's sad to say, we live in a dog eat dog world. Yes. But, but the, the old world of, scratch my back, I scratch yours, don't exist no more. Nope. Right. Because, because if people are asking for help, they were acting like I'm asking for a secret recipe. I'm not asking for that. I'm just asking to help a brother out, help me. Right. You know, I'm trying to get, get my business up and running, you know, and it just got to a point where the mentality I had, you know, what? I'm just going to do it myself. And I think to this day, Marisol had mentioned to me, she said that I have a, that long wolf attitude I shouldn't have. But I've been like that my whole life because you know, I'm not saying everybody let me down, but it's like, if I want it done a certain way, I just got to do it myself, you know? Yeah. And right. um, I feel like by me follow, following that path, those, I was able to uphold those challenges. I was able to beat them out. You know, I had my first pop-up last summer. Oh, great. My cousin, yeah, my cousin from Chicago came out. He helped me. Um, him, him and my uncle, they do construction. So I was hoping that they'd come out and help me with this food truck situation. But I have all the resources that I was ignoring because I was focused on something else. Right. So people that wasn't helping me was a distraction when I had people here the whole time saying, look, we got you. Right, you know? and right. So was, and, and so I'm still learning. Like I said, I'm still learning the tricks of the trade. Um, I'm figuring out my next pop-up will be hopefully sometime next month or in March. And uh, it's just, I feel like I'm going the right step. Mm -hmm. I just gotta be patient. Cause I'm telling you, once my food cart is up and running, the city of Portland gonna taste uh they gonna get a taste of Chef 84. That's what I'm talking about. That's what I'm talking about. He's like, you ready? And you you made so many good points, you know. I mean, sometimes it's just about like you just have to say, you know what, forget all of that, you know, and just do it. Do it, do it yourself, do your yeah. own research. And what I found from the businesses that I've had and the things that I've done too is that you know, when I do it that way, I'm more happy with the result anyway. You know what I mean? You know, because yeah, so yeah. it's 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 just great. I think you're going to do great. I love your branding. I can just from the photos and, you know, your online presence and everything. <laughs> and definitely, guys, his Instagram and social media will be um, in a description um, on podcasts as well as on YouTube. Yeah. So definitely go ahead and give those a follow so you can see all the things that um, Brandon Chef 84 creates and everything. But I mean, you definitely you know just yeah. the attitude you know that entrepreneurs has have to have which is you know overcoming those right. obstacles and keeping going and not letting everything get you down you know and i'm glad right. that the pandemic you know in a lot of ways yeah. hasn't halted your business and i have to say you may have the perfect 
you know, kind of happy medium with, you know, the food truck idea because, you know, you can still, you people just lining up, you know what I'm saying? They don't have to come in anywhere. So that's kind of right, like right, right, COVID right. safe, you know, they line up, yeah, you know, 15 yeah. feet in between y'all or whatever, come up to the window mm-hmm. with your mask, double mask or whatever, but exactly, it's, it's, exactly. it's possible, you know? Yeah. So yeah. I think a lot of restaurants are going to probably transition that way. And if you go ahead and do, you, you're going to be ahead of the game already because while they're trying to close yeah. down their brick and mortar and regroup and redo, yeah. you already, True. you know what I mean? So that's going to yeah. be great. Yeah. yeah. And it and then on, on that same note, um, I forgot to mention that I'm working on trying to get um, an application made at Portland's Farmer's Market because a coworker oh, of mine was telling nice. me about uh, Portland State oh. University. Um, he was like, I was like, a, a farmer's market? What's that? You know, like I said, it's like, it's funny. I'm still trying to get exposed to other ways of getting my name out there. And he told me, he said, yeah, bro, uh, Portland State University, they have a farmer's market. That's the biggest market in Portland. You know, and, and we have other farmer's markets. You know, we live in the Milwaukee area. So there's a Milwaukee farmer's market. It's, mm-hmm. And that goes to the challenge of the, of the pandemic. The COVID has really limited outing so hopefully by the spring mm-hmm. um i have put in an application hopefully by the spring i could be out there at the farmer's market with, with my hot sauces that's my plan mm-hmm. just a side note on my hot sauces everything is made from scratch i don't put no cans no preservatives on nothing all that is fresh ingredients wow. even even with my food um i cook everything from scratch and i had a few experiences uh before the food truck is one barbecue place i went to they literally charged me like close to 30 bucks for food they bought from Costco. Oh. I saw the Kirkland brand. <laughs> and, you know, and it's like, I'm like, they really ain't that smart because they had the stuff right in front of you. Right. Only salad out and the, the barbecue sauce store bought. And they charged me $20-something on that. And I was I was so offended. And oh. the food was not even that good. The macaroni and cheese was bland. And, Mm-mm. you know, I went to one um, food truck. They sell Philly cheesesteaks. He gave me this, this this sandwich full of grease. It was uh, no meat on it. He piled lettuce and tomato on it. I mean, I'm not no rabbit. Right. <laughs> you like, look, I'm wanting a yeah. Philly cheesesteak. <laughs> exactly, exactly. And then he charged me $3 for extra meat. I'm like, man, come oh, on. And, so, and you can tell when food is like processed. And so yeah. like when I tell my clients, like when they hire me for, you know, private parties or the private dinners and everything, I tell them at the free consultation when I meet with them either over the phone or on Zoom or in person, I tell them everything on my menu, you can go on my website, everything on my menu from the desserts, the soups, the entrees, everything is made from scratch. Even my daily menu on there, right. they ain't no preservatives, no canned foods, no nothing. Like when you eat from me, you, you're getting the best. And I even, even my hot sauce, I tell people all the time, if you don't like it, let me know what I could do and I'll send you a free bottle. Oh, if, wow. If, not, if, if it's not to your liking. And that's the thing, too, that my mother always told me, because, you know, sometimes we do get discouraged. We do get um, kind of bothered when we see other people making it and you not. Mm-hmm. And I remember one time my mother told me, she said, and it stuck with me for so long. She said, don't ever mind what everybody else got, because you can go out and get the same thing or do it 10 times better. I love that's it. Why I, that's what I've been doing. I've been, yep. I mean, I don't look at other chefs as competition. I mean, I respect everybody's craft. You know, I'm not hating everything, but it's me against me. Right, just, right. 
I'm not even worried about you. It's me against myself, mm-hmm. you know, and mm-hmm. I feel like the better you practice, the better you educate yourself, your passion will show. And um, I feel like this, this COVID, it's been a blessing and a curse at the same time because some others in other fields are struggling financially. Right. But then some of those in the culinary field has not, you know, like I said, mm-hmm. you know, you're going out, you know, promoting yourself, doing your own foods. And, you know, I just feel like with the right people around me now, I help me stay on that path to success, you know? Wow. And, uh, and like I said before, having that, that mentality of I'm going to do it myself. I'm educate myself. Yep. You start to see things open to you. You start to see, okay, now I can do this. Now I can do that. And the ones that's, that's been hating or the ones that's keeping secrets from you, they're looking back at you like, man, you know, I should have helped them when I had the chance. <laughs> right. It's so like, yeah, it. you know, and they, yeah, I, those, those kinds, it's like, it's just <laughs> shake the dust and keep it moving, you know, it yeah, just gets yeah. so, but wow, right. that's, I mean, I have to say it's very encouraging. We can definitely feel like your passion, you know, for your business and everything. And I think yeah. that hey, all I can say is just keep going. You know, this is encouraging, you know, for any business owner, you know, that is listening or maybe you want a side hustle or whatever. But I think the takeaway is, you know, here the key things that is actually helping him to get to what he wants to do, which is staying focused, focusing on himself, not worried about, oh, this person has this, they doing that. No, just focus on you, focus on your own success. And I'm definitely a firm believer in that. And there is no competition, you know, and there's enough for everybody to go around, you know, because one day I might want sweet potato pie, the next day I want ribs. Everybody get paid. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, you know, so, um, but anyway, um, Mm -hmm. so, all right, guys. Well, I really want to thank you, Brandon, for um, coming in today, Chef 84. Um, We definitely hope that you will come back again and keep us in the loop as things develop and um keep encouraging everybody to go ahead and go online and order the sauce that's just something that we can all do no matter where we're at is go ahead and give the sauce a try and see what you can create at home on your chicken or your fish or sushi i think you mentioned yeah Um, you know what real you know real quick i want to add um one of my goals was to uh, cater a wedding and got hired to cater wedding is coming april um oh, wow. this couple okay. married on april i believe it's april 3rd um they hired me uh they looked at my menu because i i catered his engagement dinner mm. and um and he said the food was so good she said yes so i'm like okay well <laughs> my job is done and she said yes and then you know he told me he was like we want to hire you for a future wedding you know I, i'm like i mean i'm not gonna say i didn't believe him i was like you know because some people say certain things and then they come back and you know, they got what they said. But he did me a few weeks later when they was planning a wedding. He said, look, we want you to we want to hire you. So he didn't want like a traditional um, wedding, you know, the because it's a Mexican wedding. And usually in Mexican weddings, the the, the formal dish is a birria, which is um, shredded goat or any shredded meat and red sauce. Really good because we had it at our wedding. We had it at our wedding. We had birria and beans and rice then we had fried chicken and greens and mac and cheese Ooh, so so uh one guy was like, man, together. Yeah, exactly it was a black chicken wedding so. right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah so so he um he wanted uh an old school barbecue thing that's okay. what he wanted he, okay. and so one of the hot sauces i'm going to present at that wedding is the sweet and sour chipotle yeah 
That so, one's so calling my name. I'm not gonna yeah. lie. I'm like, that's yeah. sweet sound Chipotle. Yeah. I got plans for that. It's dope. It's dope. I ain't gonna lie. And um, he also mentioned to me that um, he wanted uh, a four course meal. So, mm -hmm. and just to throw it out there, I do also a customized menu. Now, if you look on my mm -hmm. website and the items on my menu, my uh, private dinner menu or my daily menu or even my Mexican menu, anything that you want to uh, change or customize, mm -hmm. I can make it happen. If vegan, gluten-free, mm -hmm. dairy-free, anything, I can make it happen. And so oh, that's I what he wanted. That. Yeah. And so, I mean, I don't have a barbecue menu on my, on my uh, website, but I put some together and I gave it to him and he said, yeah, it's a go. That's what we want. So that's great. it's going to be a nice wedding. And I, and, I, and how I wanted, I told him that I have servers. Um, you and your guests will just sit down and I, me and the servers will serve it to you each entree. So we got an appetizer. We're going to have a salad and then the entree and then dessert. So I'll be posting on Instagram in the future and, um, I'll continue to post dishes that I'm putting together and uh, just stay tuned. Man, that's great. Yeah, weddings are definitely a good a good way to get in. And, and people always remember that. And the food, I mean, that is just great. I mean, yeah, yeah. you know, that you got your servers and everything, you know, that you can bring the event together for everyone. So, yeah, that's that's awesome. Okay. All right, everybody. So we have gotten a really good glimpse into everything that is Brandon Chef 84. And I would definitely go ahead and encourage you to head over to the website, chef84.com and check out the sauces there and see if there's one that, you know, is great for you. Like you mentioned, they only started 10 bucks. So, you know, just something, especially right now we're in COVID, right? And, you know, our dining out is slim to none. So I feel like this is a good option because, you know, maybe you can jazz up your stuff at home with these sauces, you know, give your stuff more of a restaurant culinary flair at home so that's what i plan on doing i got plans for that chipotle sauce so i'm excited about that okay all right <laughs> all right guys well thank you so much for listening to how they did it and why have a great day and we'll see you in the next episode